1: Go stream something new on Hulu. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is
2: great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.
3: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey Alarmy, check
2: out Alarmist on Patreon for ad-free episodes and bonus content. Here's a preview of our guest Alarmist series only on Patreon. What is that instinct that made you run to the bathroom? Shame,
4: 100 oh, percent. I was, I felt so ashamed. <laughs> this is
5: like it was. She was like an older woman too, right? And she oh. had this. You like, were disgracing her. I, she was disgraced. Like make <laughs> no mistake. She, like if she came in with grace, she was disgraced. Disgrace. Yes.
2: Go to Patreon.com/slash/TheAlarmist and subscribe today. Now on to our episode. <laughs> They say history repeats itself. Not on my watch. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith,
0: and I am
2: The Alarmist. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. Today, we're discussing the 1931 Central China floods here's what you need to know. People have settled near rivers for ages because of the fresh drinking water, irrigation, transportation, and natural protection from invaders. And the rivers in China are some of the biggest and most highly populated in the world. These rivers, especially the Yellow and Yangtze rivers, caused many floods throughout history in large part due to their high silt content. The muddy waters have the ability to change course and overflow. In 300 BC, an engineer named Yu came up with a massive public works project to dredge the Yellow River in order to encourage it to stay on its course. Dykes were also built up through the years to control the flow. But in 1931, unusual weather patterns conspired to create a deluge that destroyed the lives of hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of Chinese citizens. The first event that triggered the devastation was a drought that lasted from 1928 to 1930. These dry conditions caused the rivers to recede and the earth around the rivers to dry up. In the winter of 1930 to 1931, Massive amounts of snow and ice accumulated in the mountains, and in the spring, it melted and fed into the rivers. And then, the rain came. A particularly heavy spring rain was accompanied by seven cyclones in the summer. In July, the city of Wuhan suffered a catastrophic dike failure, and hundreds of thousands were forced to abandon their homes and seek refuge. On August 25th, a typhoon ravaged the Gaio region, destroying an intricate system of dikes and aqueducts that held together the man-made Gaio Lake. Water from the lake, which had been accumulating since the spring, surged down on the city below. It is estimated that 10-15,000 to 15,000 people drowned that night alone. The devastation continued for months, and the death toll grew larger and larger. Vast fields of vital crops like rice and wheat were destroyed, cutting off subsistence foods for huge swaths of the population. The price of commodities skyrocketed, and many people were forced to survive by eating tree bark and weeds. Aid was slow and limited, and waterborne diseases ravaged the refugees, who were forced to live together in unsanitary conditions. It would be years before China would fully recover. Fun facts, aka death stats. With an associated death toll of over two million, the central China floods are regarded as one of the world's deadliest natural disasters on record. Several million were killed directly or indirectly in the following months, most from flood-related diseases like cholera and malaria. From June to August, 1931, the series of floods rising waters in the river basin area received, and above average rainfall drove 500,000 people from their homes by August. It is estimated that 52 million people were affected by the floods. The extent of the area actually submerged was 500 square miles, equal to England in size and all of New England. In the last 2,000 years, the Yangtze River has flooded more than 1,000 times. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. Fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. And our very special guest today is our friend David Bly. Hi, David.
5: Hi.
6: Thanks for having me.
2: We're so excited to have you on the show. And I, I, I want to tell our friends, our friends, the Alarmy, about mm. your, you know, recent life pivot, <laughs> as well as your new uh, Amaro. So, so David is the owner and distiller of the Amaro Festif. Mm-hmm. And um tell us all about it.
6: Yeah, uh Amaro is just a very niche spirit that uh is not the biggest uh name draw in the booze world, but I found that it's just the most exciting. It's the wild west of booze. Uh and for years I was just experimenting with recipes to have like a at-home spirit for like when we would have dinner parties or whatever and it's just like a fun thing, it's a DIY kind of thing. And then COVID hit and just leaned more into figuring out the recipes and pivoted away from filmmaking and figured out these recipes and started a liquor brand legitimately and took a long time to get some licenses. But now I have an Amaro brand called Festif and there's two varietals of Amaro. One's a classic Amaro and one's a Canadian Fernet with a bunch of botanicals from my native Canada as well as Brussels sprouts, which has never been used in an alcohol before. Mm. So it's, oh. it's a very wild so niche within a niche thing. Very so healthy. Yeah. 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 It's the healthiest <laughs> of all spirits.
2: <laughs> 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 exactly. Yeah. I mean, right. can you uh, explain to our listeners what what, um, what is the flavor of Amaro? So, you know, yeah. some of us don't it's like bitter, have a right? tiffs, Exactly. You know? It's
6: Chris nailed it. it. Amaro is the Italian word for bitter. So it's mm-hmm. any type of bitter spirit. So... Campari or Aperol Mm -hmm. are technically like aperitivos. Those are bitter. I make a more classic Amaro style that's just like a floral, herbal, citrusy, baking spicy style of Amaro. That's my classic one. Then I also make this really super esoteric Canadian Fernet. that's just full of Quebec spruce tips and balsam fir and uh chamomile and rhubarb brew so it's very like medicinal and, and wow tea like but uh yeah it's just a, it's a bitter bracing type of spirit that you would normally have at the end of a meal to help you digest
2: well congratulations thank you and uh we have to we have to continue talking we have to it's what <laughs> we do in podcasts um so we like to start off the show by asking our guests what is something that's recently alarming you what's something that's keeping you up at night
6: personal or any like i mean
2: Ooh, i mean we I mm-hmm. love personal, personal, but... personal I mean like in the macro
6: sense um, it
5: where does your I, mind go yeah. yeah what's the Whatever first thing
2: you up. thought about
6: uh selfishly just my own yeah. things but i i guess i'm i'm about to go back into production on the amaro and the last batch, the first production round at the distillery, we made about 550 bottles of each varietal. And this time we're scaling up to about 3,000 of each. And it's a, a terrifying thing. It's I've never done it. The, when I did the 550 of each, it was the first time I'd ever done that amount. I'd gone from like 30 bottles to 550. Right. So that was terrifying. Right. And so I'm they just trying der- to... Gather every single variable under my control, and we've already had so many hiccups. I was supposed to start two weeks ago, and it's so I'm just very it's much a,
7: it's a veritable flood of Amaro,
5: wouldn't you oh, say? Oh, nice, Chris. Mm. Would you that
7: say was, it was a flood of Amaro?
2: Oh, He's setting you up for that, yeah, for that oh, I spike. See. She's I the see. She said he, yeah, yeah. First of all, we should say there's not a ton of information. It's a shockingly
7: low amount of information. The,
2: yes, like you know, at, at least from how we usually research, which is like just going on the internet and looking for, trying to look for uh, reputable sources and articles and um, any any kind of research in that sense, but not a ton that we found, at least in English. Right. Maybe it's possible that it just hasn't been translated mm. for some reason. We're not getting mm. it, but um, it 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 it. To me, it like it is such a large scale disaster. Huge, I mean, and and to 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 then not be able to find as much information right. is very alarming. Talk about alarming. Mm-hmm.
6: Within uh, the last hundred years, too, it's right. not yeah. like it's in the eighteen hundreds no. or seventeen hundreds. No,
7: yeah,
2: exactly. And I mean, talk about something that will keep me up at night. That to me will keep keep me at it, up at night. These natural disasters that, because you know, it makes you feel like. If it's forgotten, then we're not learning from it.
5: Mm, we <laughs> should say that we're really on the precipice scary. of a pretty major rainstorm that's about to sweep through California. <laughs> yes. So this yeah. feels like a little <laughs> it raw does. right now to be talking mm-hmm. about because we don't know. There is like expected flooding and med and damage to come. So this
6: feels yeah. really scary
7: to be talking about. Did this. you guys get that text message? Yes. Yes. Like, did it already come through? I have That's haven't how you know there's going to be a lot of rain. Oh,
2: David. Oh, boy. Oh, no.
6: <laughs> Get to high land.
7: Yeah. Maybe they sent it to some of the most like important citizens first, mm. and then they're sort yeah. of doing a round two. Yeah, not the, the bootleggers. Or, for the <laughs> bootleggers. Like <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> We
5: get this out to the podcasters
2: for
7: yes, the, that's right. yeah. we're, podcasters we're at the first.
2: front lines
5: yep. <laughs> they need to spread the word via pod after the floods come yeah,
6: not even recorded uh, live, but you'll hear yeah, about no. it weeks uh, from no, now no, no, in, no. in
7: fairness, I'm sure we're like fifty second on the list and yes. uh and then Amaro producers are like probably fifty fourth yeah
6: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> your your text is coming. We've made sure to uh waterproof all of our uh sound equipment um, yeah. just for. <laughs> for what's to come but so this this flood it didn't just come out of nowhere obviously Mm -hmm. as we know not only it's it's natural disaster you know it's it's a it's our scary mix of natural disaster slash human overlooking neglect (laughs) neglect exactly which is terrifying um, especially because it is a 20th century, like we said, uh, disaster. You'd think that at this point we would have structures put in place. Um, but which they did, that's not which they did, but right. they just didn't.
5: Work. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Right.
2: So they, yeah, let's take it back to the drought because it's, it all started with a two year drought that started in 1928 to 1930. Mm-hmm. So we'll Should we put, put the that,
5: drought on the board?
2: <laughs> let's put the drought on the board. Okay. And this is from uh, JSTOR.org. Between 1928 and 1931, northern China was once again struck by a major drought that affected a population of 57 million, 12 million of them gravely. The impact was far worse than uh, in 1920 to 1921 because of the struggles among warlords, which cut off rail lines that had been so important in the previous crisis. This is from Science Direct. In Shenbao, on November 12th, 1928, they mentioned the following: From spring to autumn, there is no rain. The number of rivers has been greatly reduced, and wells and springs have dried up. The summer witnesses poor harvest, and there is even no harvest in the autumn. The wheat has not yet been sown. Every family is short of food, but the price of food is rising rapidly. The report did not specify that the lack of rain was the reason for the poor harvest, nor did it specify that the poor harvest was the reason for the rise in food prices. Mm. Um, So we're setting the stage here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
5: Right. It's not good. for.
2: There's been a drought. Food is scarce. Right. The crop has not come in the way it should have.
6: For so, two years, too, right? Like right. they're for in a mindset years. that this could go on three, four, ten years.
2: Yes, it's very. They're in a vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
5: and it's dry. And it's, it's dry. hard. The ground is hardened, and if you want yes. rain coming at this time, this is when you want a soft, kind of consistent, subtle rain. You don't mm-hmm. want yeah. torrents of water coming flooding in because the yes. earth can't absorb it essentially exactly you're you're
2: putting the sprinklers on low ideally if if (laughs) if this is the situation you're Mm -hmm. in but Mm -hmm. that's not what happens unexpected rainfall and let's go ahead and put that up on the board okay okay suddenly there's this uh rain which you can't control this is from ResearchGate. We find that the flooding in 1931 along the Yangtze River Valley was dominated by July rainfall. Although the rainfall totals in July of 1931 were not the largest in history, ranking second over the past century, the totals exceeded those for many other pluvial years between 1951 and 2010 in terms of its persistence, which was associated with a steady western Pacific subtropical high. The flooding resulted from the combined effects of, trop- of tropical El Nino-related SST forcing and extratropical wave activities over the Eur- Eurasian continent. On the one hand, warm SST anomalies in the tropical Indian Ocean following an El Nino event lead led to the southwestward extension. This is all very technical. <laughs> southwestward extension of it's the not WPSH. Going over my head. <laughs> Is it? <No>. It seems
7: <laughs> nope. pretty
2: lame. No, he's uh, on it. Yeah.
7: He's really I'm on it. On I'm absorbing all of this like nice, fertile, not dry land.
6: SSTs, sure. Uh,
2: yes, mm-hmm. you know. The I know WPSH what all those
7: letters stand for.
2: On the other hand, the we- the southward shift of the westerly jet due to extratropical wave activities prevents the normal northward movement of mm, the WPSH obviously. typical in July, obviously.
5: So it sounds like uh, things. Long are stuck story somewhere.
2: short,
5: jumping way south.
2: There's there's I don't, I don't claim to be a weather right. woman, but it looks like there's uh there's a lot of
5: <laughs> it's the perfect. Storm, -storm, right?
2: Yeah, the perfect storm, exactly. For
5: the storm to just dump a bunch of water and get stuck doing it.
2: And there there are cyclones that occurred during the... Not only is there rain, okay? So it's a rainy time after a drought. But they get hit by seven cyclones.
5: Wow. Okay, so that's on the board.
2: And just for comparison, Mm -hmm. it... Um it says here that usually China has had roughly two cyclones in a year in a, right
7: in a cyclone season, right in a season. Is, yeah, right. and like in a normal Summer or whatever. season,
2: there's it'll get hit by two right. This time they had seven in July alone.
5: Yeah. Wow. So this is just like a really an anomaly of a year right for that With yes. the okay. lead
7: up of the droughts, then the yeah. rain. And then also, and you talked about the accumulation of the snow and ice up in the mountains.
2: Oh, we haven't talked about that, oh, but oh. yes, I mean we, we said it earlier. But- Should we just
5: put Mother Nature, like a old fashioned Mother Nature, on the board? <laughs> mom, Mom Nature, Mom.
7: She's Mommy. been on the board before. It's not the she, first it's not time. not first time.
2: She usually gets away with it because like moms, whatever. <laughs> Never a slap, even. Spot. No. She, I don't think she's even gotten a slap. Wow. No. Yeah, it feels no. even weirder to slap mom.
6: Yeah, slap true. mom. Yeah. <laughs> right than imprisoning mom.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: Um, but uh, it's just like a a a cycle of unfortunate um natural yeah. events. Right. There's mm. the snow. Okay, so the snow happened during the winter, and th- this is something that I. Didn't realize, and I mean, God, I didn't realize this. Not only am I a city person, but I'm also like, you know, from the tropics, which uh, snow is not like a, a a thing we deal with. Oh, David, Consider. you're ca- from Canada. Uh, so you know, please. snow. You I was a lot raised of experience. in it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, moved to California and realized that the way that we collect water is <laughs> during the winter, where the, when we snow. get the snow, and then it. it you know, sits on a mountain where snow does up high and in, in cold weather, right. and then when the summer hits, it melts it trickles and trickles down during trickles the dry down. summer. Suddenly, you have uh, rivers flowing, a uh, flowing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
5: assuming you get the precipitation that you need, otherwise, right. you don't have enough snowpack to actually melt and supply the water, which is probably what was maybe happening in China for a couple of years before this all came.
7: Right. And something we learned about last year, or at least I was interested in last year, was that we had a huge record snowpack. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been having droughts out here, and it's the snow up from the Sierras, right? Mm-hmm. That we that we like really rely on. And they were talking about how the pace of how the snow melts is important. Right. Temperature like in,
5: going into spring and summer is very important because if it's right. too hot, then it just comes rushing down and then you just get flooding. Oh wow! It's
7: flooding, exactly. As opposed to like, they want just like a little bit of heat at first. You
2: Which know? we
5: lucked out with last year. That's exactly what happened. Right. Yeah.
2: This but- is giving me a lot of anxiety because <laughs> it feels like we're we're expecting Mother Nature to be like, well, let's just have yeah. The what do you need? I'll give it to you. <laughs> you know, don't do it. Not too fast. Not too slow. You know, and we can't control that. I no. mean, as someone who, I, I'm just realizing, David, like as someone who, uh, like, crafts their own. Amaro Mm -hmm. right so controlled right at least that's something you can control but you can't control like harvest I mean yes yeah I mean Mm -mm. yeah now I have to
6: be one of those people who's just like reading almanacs and weather reports to like is the chamomile supply or the like spruce tip supply but I think we're more advanced in 2024 than 1931.
2: I think For sure. <laughs> That's true.
6: Uh and but, but 1931 was more advanced than 1880. So right, right. there's flaw there. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Also, we're much more uh 2024 is different than 1930 and 1800s in terms of um the greenhouse gases that we've been pumping into true. our world Yeah, for Decades and decades.
2: Yeah.
6: The secret That's... ingredient in the amaro. Mm-hmm. that I <laughs> Yes.
2: The <laughs>
5: Blood of humanity
6: oh my
2: god we can taste it oh i can't wait for a tasting <laughs> that's
5: why it's so bitter yeah
2: <laughs> um but we should talk about like the what was going on at the time in yeah. the area because i think that that this had a huge effect on the flooding so obviously the rivers start flooding the levees started breaking and we're going to get into that right um but just to give everyone a little bit of context, there was also a civil civil war happening
5: mm. at the
2: time in China. This is from Barnard College. The death of Sen Yat-sen, the founder of the national, nationalist movement in 1925, began the bitter struggle for the leadership of the nationalist movement. By 1927, the movement was in utter chaos. The party was divided between centrists in Nanking and the left- Kuomintang, who were allied with communists in Hankow. Each of these centers had a military presence supporting their campaigns for revolution. All these attempts at gaining power over China would culminate in the KMT's Northern Expedition of 1927, with Chiang Kai shek as the leader of the party. The Northern Expedition directly resulted in the Nanking Incident of 1927 and allowed the KMT to establish. Nanking as the capital of the Republic of China. Despite this, there was still a lack of political stability. Later in 1927, a civil war broke out between the communist CPC and the nationalist KMT, resulting in the taking of Nanking by communist control. However, in 1928, the KMT regained control over the city under Chiang Kai-shek and named it the nation's capital. This is from uh, the U.S. Department of State. The Chinese Communist Party, founded in 1921 in Shanghai, originally existed as a study group working within the confines of the First United Front with the Nationalist Party. Chinese communists joined with the Nationalist Army in the Northern Expedition of 1926 to rid the nation of the warlords that prevented the formation of strong central government. This collaboration lasted until the White Terror of 1927, when the Nationalists turned on the communists, killing them or purging them from the party. So there's sure. a lot
5: of internal struggle and not a necessarily a lot of attention on infrastructure basically is what we're yeah hinting at.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious what the white terror was. All it right. sounds bad, I'm going to put this scary. on the
5: board, the Civil War.
2: Um, But there's a, a lot of conflict, which means that all of the attention is being put on 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 the, the conflict. And right. there's also not a centralized government to right. to, to deal with the aftermath.
5: Yeah. yeah. Or to just like plan, you know, like part of the big part of government is just like planning and supplying basic needs for right. your citizens. Right. So if you're right. just trying to like if you're struggling over if it's a power struggle, then those things are not even on your mind. So basic necessities, you know, like roads and bridges. And I think we talk about like the dredging of the river or whatever, just like not happening. Yeah. Cause no one's in charge.
7: Yeah. Yeah. This is like, um, if you're, if you're doing like a tag team wrestling and you start to get into a fight with your own teammate,
0: you Mm
7: -hmm. know what I mean?
2: Is the hmm. clock's no. running out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anybody? Is there
5: a river involved in this?
7: Well, the, Where do fi- you swim?
5: The, the bushwhackers. The, the, the two
7: guys that you're fighting against okay. are the river, mm. right? So you should be focusing your attention on on them, but right. instead you are focusing your attention on your other your teammate who you slapped you h- too oh. hard to go into the wrestling ring. Yeah. yeah. It's a really good um, analogy, and I'm sticking by it. Well um, sure
5: with our ex-guest expert, I'm sure they're really gonna want to
7: make it. Moving yeah, they're, forward. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna agree,
2: They're
5: gonna make thank God some finally enlightened me. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, so I feel like lack of flood control measures go up on the okay. board, yeah. right? Okay. Um, this is uh, the the resources they're devoted to the Civil War, the rivers being neglected, and as a result, the Yangtze uh basin is Mm -hmm. taking too long we'll put that up on the board to to construct yes so this is from the china project but while nature was an essential element in the floods it was not the only factor the transformation of the yangtze basin took place over millennia the yangtze is not only one of the earth's longest rivers it is a site of tremendous biodiversity Zoologist Anthony Turvey, who has written compellingly about the extinction of the Yangtze uh, River Dolphin, called the ancient Yangtze the Amazon of the East, the center of an ecosystem of marshes, lakes, and uh, tributaries, in addition to the grand mainstream. Nourished by regular flooding, the river system of south-central China was one of the Earth's most prolific. The China Project also writes, Many of the lakes, rivers, and canals in the Yangtze Basin had, by the 20th century, become suspended. Levees built to prevent flooding enable a silt to raise the bottom of the lake or river. This, in turn, raises the surface level, leading to higher levees, leading to more silt, and still higher levees. This is scary to me, and we'll (laughs) talk about why. Over time, the lake or riverbed can become higher than the surrounding plains. Right. If the levee breaks, the entire volume of the suspended lake seeks its level by claiming the entire surrounding plain. This has happened regularly since ancient times on the Yellow River, a process described um, in uh, a book called the 1937 Yellow River Floods. Okay, so why is this so scary? What is a levee and what is a suspended river? The suspended river is a river that over time, so Be this has to do, and this is-
7: Hit us, Rebecca. Okay. We're with you. We're with you. Okay.
2: The more you try to control- mm-hmm the path of a river
7: by sort of building the walls on either side and that kind of thing which are dikes
2: by uh yes and by trying to direct water to go different ways and you know making sure that the river stays on the path it always stays because you're building around it right right
5: Mm -hmm.
7: the more you do that the
2: more you do that I guess naturally a river wants to flow and create its own path and and rivers move. They dance. Yeah.
5: Path of least resistance. They dance.
2: Yes, David, tell (laughs) if you could only see David's uh, David light up and dance like
7: a river, dance like a river is a nice, the rivers are the
6: Shakira. Of
2: oh, my God, mm, yes.
7: Shakira. And okay. her hips don't lie. Yeah. So her hips we understand. Can't, they can't lie. No, so they can't. These levees are trying to get the hips so of the river So they're trying to lie. contain it, right? Yeah. And so
2: what happens is that, like, the bottom of the river, uh, the more it flows, it continues to, like, I don't know, catch mm-hmm. <laughs> dirt or catch whatever is at the bottom of the right. river. Mm-hmm. And so that grows and grows and grows. But because as a society, we want to contain the barrier of the mm-hmm. river, then we start building levees
7: right. to,
2: to so, so essentially it's a river that's almost like above you. Imagine right. that. That's very scary.
5: And you have a to clean out that. body of water that's that. above you. And you have to clean out the sediment so that the water doesn't rise over basically the boundaries that you've built for. Is that? Yeah. Right.
2: And so there's maintenance involved. And also you're hoping and praying that these levees don't have a crack or don't break. And this is what then creates massive amounts of flooding because it's already above you. (laughs) The water is already above you.
5: We messed with the river. The river is not doing anything wrong in this situation. (laughs) We have altered the nature of it. So like you've got to expect... That there are extreme consequences if you're not extremely careful.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. And
7: also the na- like it's like there's some kind of relationship we have where we need to live by this river because it provides so much for mm-hmm. us. Yep. And b- but it's and and so therefore we create these systems to try to control it, mm-hmm. and it just always seems to backfire or it just doesn't seem to be that easy to be able to do
5: that Mm -hmm. Um, because you
7: just can't control you just can't control it well and
5: back then you're not really like you may decide to put in a levy but you're not anticipating a seven cyclone season years and years from now right that kind of totally overwhelms this kind of probably antiquated system at the time those things come along
2: Mm -hmm. and then on top of that You want to make things worse? You, you. This is. You were talking about a a river that's been here for. I mean, right. Since the the beginning of civilization and populations us. and and cities have grown around this right. river because it is a economic, you know, mm-hmm. source force, and yeah. and a life force and and uh, uh, and then all of a sudden, like these levees are just not the. The river's tired. The river's doing a lot of work.
5: <laughs> Levy yeah. that river alone.
2: Oh. Sorry. That was so dumb.
7: God, Glenn, yeah, they need, totally like,
6: dumb. they need maintenance, right? They need, <laughs> yes. like, yes. upkeep. They need just, like, uh, someone with a clipboard just checking things yeah. off and mm-hmm. just feeling around. But you've got to, like, <laughs> empty out. Like, the Silver Lake Reservoir in Silver Lake, Los Angeles, yeah. how, like, Every now and then you'll go by and it's just empty. And it's like, where did the water go? Sometimes they right. just remove the water, transfer it elsewhere to then do some like infrastructure check. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's a modern yeah. idea.
7: Right?
6: Do they do that there? Because it's this is a reservoir versus the Yangtze River, which you can't really, right. you know.
2: Massive. It's massive. It's like, what, it's, what is it? It's the third largest uh, river in, in the, the world. world. I
5: just saw that, yeah. David, um, you're touching on something that we've uh, actually talked about here on the podcast before in previous episodes, which we deemed a rebrand of maintenance because it kind of has a negative on oh, maintenance. It's like such a drag, but yeah. we maintenance. Like fun. How fun. We should <laughs> yeah. all love maintenance.
6: Restorative, bring it yeah. back to its yes. a factory reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yes. So let's put a lack of maintenance up on the board. Mm. Um, I'll do I'll read a, a quick uh excerpt here. The China, this from the China Project. By the early 20th century, human activity had reshaped the plains of Hubei, Hunan, and Jiangsu, and surrounding provinces that the floods were now catastrophes rather than essential routines. Dykes, canals, and polders regulated the flow of water, protecting cities, and irrigating farmland. While effective in their mission, the new hydraulic infrastructure required maintenance— without which the normal function of the river resumed, now to devastating effect. Marshes helped absorb floodwaters in the past, but over time they were eliminated in favor of more quote-unquote productive uses for land. The overwhelming volume of the 1931 rains and snowmelt would have caused flooding even without a human presence, but the constrained and domesticated natural networks stood no chance against the inundation and in many cases made it worse.
7: So, nature, gosh, these are tough because they're so big. And you know what it made me think of too is that there should be, you know how they have a terms of service anytime you like like sign up for an app or whatever and they're mm-hmm. like these are our terms of service. Mm. They should have one of those for cities.
5: They should be like,
7: oh, you're living in Los Angeles County. Like, these are our terms of service. Like, this is basically what you're getting into. Right. You're going to die here. And just talk about, well, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just talk about like, like not flooding, I guess is not our problem here, but um, earthquakes and you Mm -hmm. talk about all the Mm -hmm. dangers involved in living in a city. Which they mm. just don't. They don't. Um, they're not upfront about.
2: Yes, Chris. I think that's all great for when you're shopping around for a new city,
7: mm.
3: but
2: you also have to think about like the generations of just people who are like, "I am from here. This right. is where I've this is always home. been." <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> so it's like you don't even have that choice to go shop around.
7: No. Yeah. And I'm. I guess I just mean in the modern they, world. Yeah. I guess I just mean like. You know uh there there should be warning systems in place for for every every citizen who lives in an area that oh, that well, can be that
2: that's can, for sure
5: yeah can i a because i go ahead Dave. No,
6: no i was just curious yeah. if they do that in like florida now where like they're removing insurance policies in certain yes. areas right. or the northwest you can't
5: get it
2: well in california, california, california. Yeah, california. Fire fire. yeah yeah mm-hmm.
6: correct Is that? That's a red
2: flag. Yeah, those are
7: things that like you read a little bit about in the newspaper here and there, (laughs) and that they like. Again, you're totally right. These insurance companies were like are unwilling to take on policies, but you know you're not like told about these things. Yeah, Mm. I guess in a sort of like formal way. Mm -hmm.
2: Um. Yeah. I was gonna
5: ask because I feel like. Rebecca maybe we clarify are we deciding who's to blame for like the death like the massive death toll or, or or like yeah. the or is it the actual like flooding in the circumstances itself
2: I feel like the flooding well i mean both are 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 big parts of this because perhaps the flooding would have still happened right and perhaps the death toll wouldn't have been as high had n- uh, any of these like men or, or human made, uh, right. reactions, mm. you know, or, or, or just what happened after. And, and we should talk about what were the, the, the difficulties that occurred after, after. right. Cause flooding. it feels like
5: we've talked a lot about like the natural side of it, but there's a, a big part of this, which is like all man made or yes. cause right. The
2: reactionary yes. stuff. Yes. I mean there was the famine, right, mm-hmm. which is both, right, because it had to do with the crops. Right. <laughs> um but also the fact that they could not get um relief. Right. To, into these areas soon enough because there was no organized relief mm. uh project that happened right afterwards mm-hmm. and um, the conditions for many of these like relief camps or these refugee camps mm-hmm. were absolutely terrible yeah mm. um, so many of the people died of just malnourishment right so so Initially, it was like something like two hundred. They, they think it was like between a 200,000 people died within like a, a, a massive flood, right? right? With so,
7: just just sort of from drowning, right? From
2: drowning, just from the the the, the uh, event, event itself, yeah. The event right. itself, which is a lot of people, yeah. and we're talking yeah, about no a flood that was the size of New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. Some some people say it's the size of the UK. So huge,
5: right? Mm -hmm. If you were
2: to fly, you know, a a plane over it, Mm -hmm. it would be incredibly huge. So let's put famine and disease up on the board. This is from disasterhistory.org. Whilst famine and malnutrition blighted the lives of uh, flood-stricken communities, disease was by far the deadliest hazard. Widespread population and displacement and the destruction of sanitation systems provided perfect conditions for a number of pathogenic microbes. Even in a country like Republican China, where refugee crises were uh, an all too familiar occurrence, the scale of displacement caused by the flood was exceptional. Across the disaster zone, an estimated 40% of the affected population were forced to leave their homes. In southern Anhui, a staggering 61% of the population became refugees. 61%
7: just totally displaced
2: totally displaced and that's and the people who weren't displaced many of them were just like add uh, on on a build in a building you know there were reports in in Wuhan where that uh, one of the bigger cities that was affected where the 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 flo- the, the you know the flood it was flooded for mm-hmm. a long time the first floors were like totally destroyed so people started moving up on top mm-hmm. of that there's no electricity right because right you, you can't have uh, electricity and buildings started to collapse because there were so many people that were inside the the, the top floors hm. of the building so it's not like this is just for the uh the people who were displaced mm-hmm. so it's not even counting those people i mean
5: do we blame or put like somehow encapsulate in the board, like a lack of like a international response? You know, like right now I feel like when there's a yeah. like, major, there's like the red cross comes in from like, you know, America and South American countries are helping this nation. That's in, you know, peril. Was that happening at the time?
2: I, I think there was actually a, a, a there was an international mm-hmm. response. Mm. And, and that, that was mainly what really helped the communities. Hmm. Um.
7: Yeah, but it was slow and it was hard to get, you know, as we remember from like Hurricane Katrina, it's like really hard to get and Hurricane Maria down in Por- uh, Puerto Rico. It's like hard to get to certain areas. It's just right. like it's it's so it's, maybe it's like, this is
5: also like there were just a victim of the technology of the time. Like, sure. You know, like yeah. you can't. But they didn't like have telegraph the, systems
2: right. were down. Electricity was down. Right. Railways weren't. Uh, Communication was probably a, dis- a disaster. Uh, available. Yeah. um. I mean planes, <laughs> right? When did planes start? It was like you know they're they're like thirty years old at this time, right? <laughs> um, and also, so- if
6: if it if it is on the heels of the Civil War, then it's possible that there's some ally ships and non alliances with some of that response that we don't know about. If it's perhaps there's a bit of a delay. In some yes. of the response, because yeah. I don't know, who, that's correct. The there, current there government were being at the time, stopped. yeah.
2: Yes, a lot of the the ships that were coming in with aid were were you know it, exactly what you said. It's just being delayed, yeah. and 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 they're not able to get through. And you know, um, also these refugee camps were a, a center for disease. So right. it's like if you manage to get away and go to to try and get to go to one of these uh relief camps then you were exposing yourself um to like measles mm-hmm. um there was one camp where out of uh, uh that to, where out of 20,249 refugees 2,476 died in 3 months mm-hmm. 10%. That's wow. a lot. Yeah, That's yeah, a huge percentage rate. Um so so there's a lot of death happening
7: post-flood.
2: Right. And on top of that, let's put paranoia up on mm. the board. Okay. Because this is from ChinaDialogue.net. While some citizens of Wuhan treated displaced people with great generosity, others saw them as a threat to political and economic stability. Mm. The local military were convinced that communists were using the refugee crisis as a pretext to infiltrate Wuhan. They declared martial law and began patrolling the streets in Sampans with mounted machine guns. Anyone suspected of looting or other subversive activities was executed on the spot. But even such draconian treatment could not quell the paranoia and eventually soldiers expelled refugees from the city center at gunpoint, relocating them to ill-prepared camps on the outskirts of Wuhan where thousands would die from disease. Mm.
5: So you're dispelled from your home by a natural disaster. You're forced into a refugee camp. You try and get out of that because it's riddled with disease. And then there's so much political turmoil going on and you're looked at some kind of like dirty riffraff slash infiltrator communist that you are then forced back into the camp that probably kills you. Wow, yeah, it's a nightmare.
2: It is
7: Rough
6: and th- so times. they
2: they estimate that potentially like two million to four million people died during this time.
6: What when were people keep, looting? Keep, what were they looting? like were were like, stores still operating? like at that point no, it's if, a
5: great question, like yeah, everything
6: I, yeah. is in demise,
5: right. right.
6: It's like apocalyptic era at that point. So if there's a can of beans. Mm
5: -hmm.
7: We put Mother Nature on the board. Should we put Father Time on the board? I only say that because of sexism. Okay. But also (laughs) um, because Uh I do think timing was a Mm. huge part of this. Not only... Was China like you know you said um, sort of embroiled in a civil war? They were also having beef with the the Japanese at the time, yeah. and there was also like the depression was like sort of upon us here,
5: right? Um, in the America, yeah,
7: in America, and then uh, you know that had ripple effects outward, um, and so I just wonder if this was just the worst time. For them to experience this anomalous kind of weather
5: disaster. It's almost like um, that Murphy's Law. You guys familiar with that? Where Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And it just kind of like starts to snowball. It just feels like this Mm -hmm. was like everything just stacking on top of each other to create kind of like a truly once in a lifetime catastrophic disaster on all levels. Yep.
2: Okay. You want to put that up on the board? Sure. Next to Father Time. <laughs> yeah. Murphy's
5: Law: Father and well, Mother up here.
2: <laughs> unfortunately, we are running out of Father Let's Time. Let's put Sister Sledge so- up
5: on the board <laughs> just to be safe. And, um, <laughs> oh, brother, where art there?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Don't. That's what the they were saying. Out.
5: Oh, brother, where art thou? We need some. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Kissing, yes, cousins. Um, kissing cousins, kissing sure <laughs> cousins. From the banks of the. Put them up the-
7: on the board. <laughs> That's a good idea.
2: Well, with I feel like we've got all of the family members up on the board, so <laughs> now we can take a quick break, and we'll start knocking things off the board.
1: Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a
4: person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
7: Who's to blame for the 1931 China floods? The drought of 1928 to 1930? Unexpected rainfall? Cyclones? Mother Nature? The Civil War? Lack of flood control measures? The Yangtze Basin taking too long? Lack of maintenance, famine, no organized relief, dismal refugee camps, disease, insufficient technological abilities and relief efforts, delayed aid, paranoia, father time, or Murphy's law. Mm. It's a big one with a lot of concepts, which is what you get when you deal with weather.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we, we did this to ourselves. You know um, that
7: song, "Blame It on the Rain." Mm, fallin', mm, fallin'. That's a we
5: loaded should, song to bring up.
6: We should put Millie Vanilli on here.
5: Mm-hmm. We
2: should. <laughs> that's what's missing. Yeah. Just for safety. Well, let's. Well, you know, I love putting something on and then taking it right off. So let's put Millie Vanilli and then we'll <laughs> knock
7: good. it off. That's good. <laughs> <like laughs> like,
2: it'll get us started. Yeah. It's
7: like when I do a, a to-do How do you list, spell it? Milli... and then I put
2: M I L L I E, right?
6: I think either, Vanilli... I think it's I-L-L-I-E. Right,
2: I-L-L-I.
6: and then V A N I L L I. I say that, you know and right I have David? a poster right behind me. That's like,
7: <laughs> do you? <laughs>
6: it's like I'm wearing a shirt, that and my tattoo says Milly Vanilli. So, yeah, I think it's spelled I mean, that way. I I'm not think... 100% sure, but I also know that they had nothing to do with this.
7: No, <laughs> yeah, we take them off, we take them off. Yeah, All we'll right. take
2: them off. Um, they've been through and that gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, okay. What can we start? Maybe we can fold things into each other, um, like unexpected rainfall and the cyclones. Mm. I feel like the cyclones can fall into
7: the unexpected
2: rainfall, right?
7: Well, those are two separate incidents.
2: Mm, I know.
7: Yeah, But maybe you put those two under Mother Nature in this case. Mm. Okay. Because Mother Nature was also responsible for the droughts, and the droughts were a biggie. Sure. And I think you can't just sit, isolate, say, oh, no, it was rainfall. Oh, it was the snowpack. Oh, it was the cyclones. I think it was all of that stuff yeah. that led to this.
2: Okay. All so right. put that all under Mother Nature, the drought as well. Um, the lack of flood control measures, I feel like, can be uh, under the Civil War, can be put under the Civil War. Okay. But- because, I mean...
5: Well, is it? I mean, they had some flood. They were building these levees. They were normally in normal times cleaning out the like basin Zilt. of these rivers. They just were delayed because of the. Civ- I guess so. Then I guess you could.
2: Yeah, it, it was all storm. the delay. Yeah, the civil unrest was okay. what was causing, as well as that's why the 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 Yancey uh, basin. Okay. Lack of maintenance that deserves its own.
5: Yeah, keep that there
2: little section. The famine, no or no organized relief also falls into the civil war. Right. Well, sure. I guess
7: so. I mean, I guess that's that, a good like domestic one. relief we're talking about there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Right.
6: That's sort of like lack of flood control too, right? It's like they don't have the, they weren't making sure that the pre-aspect was taken care of, nor had they focused on the post-aspect. So it's... Yeah.
7: It's true.
2: Okay. So the refugee camps. That that comes after, but also attributed to just how bad it got.
5: Yeah. Disease.
2: It's almost like disease...
5: You you fold disease into the refugee camps, I think, right?
2: Yeah. And into no organized relief, right? Because the 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 I, 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 as well as famine too.
5: Into no organized relief.
2: I think so.
7: Man, this is really tough because the just judging by the scale of this disaster, how could anybody have conceived right a possibility of controlling or, or the after effects of controlling like w- what the damage that this thing did. it just doesn't seem possible. So I'm almost like reluctant to blame any reactionary measures that were taken uh, uh, in any way. It just feels very uh, like
2: I don't know I, I I still think that the look you you probably couldn't have done anything about the 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 huge unexpected event right Right. when of the of the The nature side of it yeah Yeah. right but as but i think as a as a a a government it is your responsibility to make sure that your citizens are helped right Right. i I don't think they had the proper relief
5: yeah you gotta Mm -hmm. where you have these major things come along your job is to mitigate the damage right? right like it's going there will be damage that's unavoidable yeah. but it's the preparation that you have pre and like plans for post are the most important um and without it it's what exacerbates the like the death toll some of it though to chris's point i do feel like it's like there's kind of like a freak freak nature like freak accident kind of element to it where mm-hmm. it's like it's so um
6: unprecedented uh,
5: it, it was like couldn't yeah mm-hmm. unprecedented. yeah
2: it is unprecedented and also so like let's say it's unprecedented so uh, people will still uh, at post um, post flood s- there will be suffering and there will be right. you know but it, we're talking about it went from 200,000 to 2 million that's like
5: right it's pretty yeah. crazy that's that a
2: lot
6: it's also like I, chris's point about the hurricane katrina in new in louisiana and just like a lot of the brunt of that disaster affected the lower income communities, right? right? Yeah. And so right. you had like certain regions of Louisiana and New Orleans that were like higher up on the hill that weren't really as affected or the, the the damage was like much delayed. And so that's part of, maybe I'm tipping my hand here, of like where I my mind is going, but the, yeah. the government, if their mindset is on like protecting the upper echelons of society, right. they're not necessarily taking care of the infrastructure for the lower income areas. And so mm-hmm. maybe the unprecedented nature seven cycl- cyclones instead of two and the, the drought and the rain mm-hmm. couldn't be uh, predicted or, or prevented, but they're sort of not really focusing on making the relief camps sustainable right away right. and right. which exacerbates the famine the disease the the paranoia the fear the looting that which led to the shooting people on the spot and it's like
2: yeah
5: right it's not prioritized yeah
2: so then i mean that all that all that comes under the classism under... or
5: something or what do you call that
7: <sighs> well if i mean you could i mean this would definitely Go to our guest guest expert. Yeah. I'd be like we're gonna really rely on them for this, but the Civil War could be blamed in part because you have these sort of battling factions for control, mm-hmm. right? And so you know, also the implications of where you spend money and how you spend money; those are all political choices yeah. in yeah. a sense. Yeah. And if there isn't like a, a you know a consensus on on that stuff, then nothing happens, right?
2: right? Yeah.
7: Um, but but so, they're all. You could also throw in classism there too. I mean, just. But for, I, I think to we would, David's point.
2: Let Let's all, let's put paranoia under um like delayed aid. I mm-hmm. I feel like delayed aid. hmm Um, kind of, and insufficient yeah. techno- uh, technological abilities. You just can't blame what you don't know. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah.
7: Feels tough.
2: Um, Murphy's law feels like a.
7: Feels like a cop out. Yeah, yeah. that's just gonna kind of be more philosophical.
2: <laughs> now Father Time. Father Time.
5: <laughs> he on the other
6: Douche hand. Douchebag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deadbeat. dad.
5: Yeah, he's nowhere to be found. <laughs> I think we just fold him into what? We just take him off.
2: Yeah, well gets away another t- gets away with it one more time.
5: Same thing with um, Mother Nature. I feel like you just can't.
2: It's too hard, but and you just can't slap her, because Mother Nature will do what Mother Nature yeah. does. Yeah. It's we true. We can't control it. Don't smite
6: it. the queen. She, It's, it's true.
5: Uh,
2: yeah. It's not She's on
6: record.
5: A, we're her guests. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we? We literally are her guests for a blip.
2: <laughs> so then we're left with the Civil War, lack of maintenance, and delayed aid, hmm. which I feel, this is where my head's at. You tell me what you think. I feel like we we send the Civil War to the Alarmist Jail and we slap a lack of maintenance. Because perhaps even if there was turmoil, political turmoil at the time, if they, well, I mean, then maybe we do send ma- lack of maintenance to the Alarmist Jail. Because if, even if there was political turmoil, at, but they had continued with the maintenance...
4: Mm.
2: perhaps uh, things could have been easier but then what came first the chicken or the egg right this is one of those situations
5: and i think the civil war kind of speaks to more of what was happening after the fact with the lack of sufficient aid right like there could have been there could have been a world in which there was insufficient maintenance this came along and there was no civil war and Mm -hmm. it was bad but like everyone kind of got on board and helped people out. Yeah. But it was bad. There was lack of commitments and there was a civil war. So there was really like torn attentions were pulled in other directions that contributed to the even further delayed aid. So I feel like I like the civil war in jail for that reason. Wow. Mm. But That's I do really... think this is a guest expert for
2: sure. I know. I'm so scared to make a decision here.
7: <laughs> well. You well, gotta go with your heart. You're the alarmist, so you're the one who has to hmm. bear the brunt of these decisions. It's true. And- it's
5: on your conscience.
2: Okay. Much.
6: Let us know. What who We think, have to David? harbor a result. No.
2: Let, <laughs> what do you think, David?
6: Oh, I'm 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 uh, anti civil war all day.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, okay. As a Canadian
6: raised in a socialist government, then <laughs> uh, oh,
5: you
6: yes. know, it's yeah. the government's responsibility to take care of the people.
2: Yeah.
5: Right. I like it.
2: Okay. So I, I I mean that was my instinct too. Let's I'll call it because you have to you, you just got to make it. Let's a,
7: hear how it sounds.
2: All right, lack of maintenance. You're getting the big slap. The civil war. You're going to the alarmist jail. <laughs> and there you go. Yes.
7: Stop fighting amongst yourselves.
2: We've got bigger floods to fry. We've
7: bigger, got bigger floods to fry. Bigger
6: dikes to maintain bigger aqueducts mm. to keep clear
2: yes
7: bigger levees to to
2: um to build to
7: build mm. <laughs>
2: We're just going to keep building those levees, aren't we? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's really scary that the more so you build
7: the levees and build the dikes, like the more you the need river more just, of them. Yeah. yeah more yeah. the rivers just like, okay, I'll keep going up, up, up. That's a,
2: That feels like a band aid on a band aid. Yeah, exactly. On a band aid on a band aid.
7: Yeah, um, mm-hmm.
2: That makes me very scared. It, <laughs> um, David, thank you so much for joining us Thanks today for and helping us get to the bottom of this. Yeah,
6: it was a blast. <laughs>
2: In the aftermath, floods impacted the economy as the price of vital commodities skyrocketed. The stress on the land and economy caused many areas to go into famine. It took years for those affected to recover. Disease, including cholera, measles, and malaria, spread across displaced refugee communities. The Alarmist is now on Patreon. Subscribe and get ad-free content along with bonus episodes go to patreon.com slash thealarmist or check out the link in our show description. Visit our website, www.thealarmistpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at The and on Twitter at Alarmist The. You can also send us your thoughts via email to TheAlarmistPodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced and engineered by Clayton Early with editing by Molly Hockey and fact-checking by Chris Smith. Thank you to our associate producer and researcher, Crystal Dinsberg. The Alarmist is executive produced by Rebecca Delgado-Smith. Tune in next week. We'll be discussing the death of Kurt Cobain. The Alarmist. Powered by ACASP.